listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, episode 338. Okay, the Lord's here with the one, the only, the, I actually let you do a lot of talking in that last recording. John you Brownstone. Did. You did. I needed you to. <laughs> 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 we recorded something. We'll talk about that in another week, another time when we can actually promote it. But we recorded something. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're talking about. And I let him speak. I now will probably not <laughs> let him speak for the rest of this episode. That was too much. He's done. He's he's hit his quota. Used up my voice. What's funny is people think I just don't let you speak. And you're in charge. So if you wanted to say what you wanted to say, nothing was would stand in your way. <laughs> Certainly not my blathering. That's true. So for anybody who's like, she never lets him speak. Oh, if he wants to, he will. And he'll let me know. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> before I get into right. a fight with an anonymous person who probably was not even thinking that. Anywho. <laughs> this week, we're talking about change and evolution, primarily within ourselves as kingsters. What did we once believe that we no longer do? What did we want in the early days that no longer works for us now? Those kinds of things. And sort of the... The why from our, that we can imagine that why we changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what, that, that's it. That's the topic. Mm, hopefully that's fun and interesting. <laughs> Welcome to the <laughs> Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. And yeah, it's like this nearly every week. Uh, if you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education. And show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Loving BDSM, on FetLife, Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, <laughs> Loving DS and the number one, so that's at Loving DS1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. Okay, before we get into this week's episode, um, how are we sponsoring ourselves again this <laughs> week? <laughs> By reminding folks that we are in the middle of our Patreon membership mm-hmm. drive. Uh, if our personalities amused you <laughs> and our take on power exchange uh, and DS intrigue and or inform you, and you would like more of whatever we are and this is, we'd love to have you uh, over at our, our Patreon, uh, part of our kinky community. Um, the membership drive we do every year. I'm doing it for a very long time this year, like six weeks. Normally it's four weeks, but I was like, whatever. Uh, it runs now through February 15th. If you become a member of our kinky community through Patreon, between now and February 15th, um, you get an extra goodie sent to you in the mail in March. Uh, Certain tiers will get a small art print of a very beautiful image of a proud Mm. cricket that we were gifted um, years ago. And it tends to crop up when I do stuff uh, with patrons. Um, And higher tiers will get an enamel pin that says, keep it kinky y'all. So why should you join? Other than that you like us and you think that you want to, some more of this, which, I mean, I got questions for you, but I also appreciate you. So when you become a member of our Patreon and you can join for as little as $2 a month, every member gets access to certain things. You get access to our Discord server where there's tons of conversations going on about different hobbies and things that people enjoy in their just plain old life. And then also kink focused things. Um, I think I think we have... Uh, channels in our discord for more non-kink things than we do kink things we have a pets one we have a crafting one a cooking one uh, a gardening one um uh, one we call geek zone one for books one for Mm -hmm. writing like lots of stuff lots of conversations um but also there's uh, a dom channel and a sub channel and um do we have one for sadists and masochists Oh, I didn't know I was going to give myself a pop quiz on this. Uh, (laughs) We do now for 2023 a thing I call kink question of the day where I throw out a question and like Mm -hmm. people can join those conversations. So we we got stuff going on in Discord. There's a lot in Discord. Um, There's a lot we're probably not doing because we don't know what we're doing. We're just faking it. Anyway, you also get access to an exclusive video each month. Um, You get um, a behind the scenes podcast episode and a monthly live stream that's a Q&A, but also we just chit chat when there's not a lot of questions. So you get every, every, everybody gets that. Plus discounts to the Kinkery and the Etsy shop and everybody. Now, mm-hmm. if you pick a higher tier above the 
members. Then you get extra stuff. $5 members get to ask their questions for the Q&A early. The benefit of that is you don't actually have to go to the live stream to get your question answered. $10 members and up uh, are invited to a, this is new for this year, a bi-monthly online game night. We really need to set that schedule. We do. <laughs> it's been on my to-do list for a month. Uh, the $15 and uh, $15 tier is for kinky business owners and makers. We talk business things and there's a quarterly Zoom call to just chit chat. And then $25 is our top tier and you get everything that everybody else gets plus a quarterly Zoom call, like a coffee hangout. Like we're just, we're just chilling. We're just being people together. Uh, and the Zoom stuff you do, you're not required to put your camera on and you're not even, you can lurk there. I don't care. You don't have to turn your microphone on. An anonymity is like respected. It's a kink community y'all. But that's like stuff you get. If you sign up during the annual, no, during the membership drive as an annual member, which means you pay one time instead of having to worry about a charge coming out of your account every month. Now through February 15th, you get two months free. So you pay for 10 months, you get a year access. If you sign up outside of the membership drive as an annual member, you get one month free. We do that all the time. I can't offer freebies to monthly subscribers. I'm sorry, I wish I could. But monthly subscribers, you can cancel anytime you want. You can move your tier anytime you want. You have a lot more flexibility, so. And if you act before midnight tonight. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Lords. Links are in the places. Um, <laughs> uh, I can uh, I can tell you that in the January exclusive video, there was a JB rant. Also, if you're like, I want to support you. I want to be part of your kinky community, but I only want like for YouTube folks on that side, or I like to do stuff on YouTube. We do have a YouTube membership. You get less stuff, but it's only $5 a month, no matter what. But you do get access to the live uh, Q&A and the exclusive video each month. You can you can have that if you do the YouTube only membership. So yeah, links in the places for all of those things. We mm. are sponsoring us this week. <laughs> 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 we will continue to do that because we do a lot of stuff. <laughs> and we don't always get a chance to talk about it. Right. Okay. So, 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 um, let's get into the topic. And the topic is how our thinking of things, how our desires, how our wants, how our needs, how our whatever, like all the different parts of how we individually, and also I think as a couple, have the evolution of how we have thought about or wanted or whatever, certain things in kink mm -hmm. and in power exchange over time. Now we have had similar conversations to this. In episode 163, we did a whole episode about what we used to think about BDSM and DS. I think a lot of that was like some of our wrong-headed thoughts or we learned better. Um, episode 332, which is really recent, just from a few weeks ago, pre it's still tw in 2022, but like later in the year. Um, that's what we did, what we've learned about each other and ourselves over the past decade, because uh, y'all are probably this year gonna get a lot of decade content because we're hitting 10 year marks on lots of things. Mm. Um, I already know tw uh, in 2024, there will be the, what we've learned living together for 10 years, cause that, that's June 2020, uh, June 2014. So June 2024 will be 10 years. That's true. Uh, so just brace yourself. Um, but this is more, so let me give you, um, an example that kind of made me go, huh. And I actually discussed this in our discord today for the kink question of the day, because I try to sometimes ask questions that are related to the episode topics too. Um, I thought about the fact that when you and I first got together and even before I met you, communication was, I understood it was important in power exchange. Mm -hmm. I never, I never doubted that, but I found it very difficult to say what felt like the hard things, which are were either um, to share my big feelings, good or bad, um, to say things that I thought that my partner would not like to hear, would not approve of, might hurt their feelings. Like all, all the kind of classic people pleasing, like, I don't want you to be mad at me kind of feelings. Um, and Jay, when JB and I got together, he worked very hard. He was like, you can tell me anything at any point. Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> If I only knew then what I knew now. Because what happened is as I learned that it was safe to do that, yeah. as I got used to saying 
the big thing, the hard thing, the whatever thing. And you didn't freak out on me or maybe you did. Sometimes those arguments happen, but we still worked through it and it ended up okay. What happened is the pendulum swung and then I just said for a long time, whatever I was thinking, almost, (laughs) almost Mm -hmm. the moment I was thinking it, regardless (laughs) of context. That's not completely true. Like I didn't say certain things in front of the kids. We didn't have these kinds of big discussions in public, but I didn't read the room either. (laughs) I did not, I did not go, you know, maybe this conversation needs to wait till we've both calmed down. And part of it was because I had had the relationships where we never talked about things and I kind of convinced myself, okay, it's safe to say the thing. I know I need to communicate. I better say it now or it'll never get said. We'll never resolve Mm -hmm. this because that's what my previous experiences were. And where I'm at now is you have to be able to say the hard thing and you need to have space to do that. And you should be allowed to, like you shouldn't have a partner that's like shutting that down. Yes, but also timing is everything. I don't have to tell you exactly how I'm feeling about a thing the moment I'm feeling it. Do we need to talk about it at some point? Probably. The weirdest one was the evolution of sometimes you don't need to know I thought that thing. There's nothing helpful, useful (laughs) about that thing. And that's been my evolution of still understanding that communication is important and, and considering it like the the bedrock of everything we do, but understanding that it's more nuanced than that. It's much more nuanced yeah. than just blurt it all out, be damned, the, you know, how mm-hmm. timing and consequences and how the other person feels. It's more of a, is this the right moment? Uh, am I in the right frame of mind? Uh, sometimes rare, rare, but does it need to be said? <laughs> That's the kind of evolution I'm talking about. So for um, this episode, um, I, I don't, this is one of those where I don't think I'm, we're teaching anybody anything, mm-hmm. but if it helps you think of, of how maybe you've evolved, or if you're really new in this and you're still like kind of figuring yourself out to understand that the way you are today, the things you think today, the things you want today may not be the same six months, six years, six decades. Like mm-hmm. it, that's where we go back to where we've also had the episode where this is, there's a reason we call this a journey and a path. And as cliche as that is, because there's constant evolution and change. If you're open to it, I think we all know people who are stuck in their ways and refuse to change. And in my experiences yeah. tend to be the most miserable people who are simultaneously making everybody miserable around them. It's just my experience. Um, But for those of us who understand there's gonna be an evolution and change or are open to learning that there is. I remember being in my 20s being like, this moment is perfect. I want to be like this forever. And then like five minutes later, nothing was perfect. And I was not that way. And I thought I was, I had, it was a disappointment to myself. And I didn't yet know that this is, Mm -hmm. this is how this goes. So those are the kinds of things we're going to talk about. And since I started with my one Mm -hmm. about, um, communication, you go, what's one you've evolved? What's one that I've evolved? Um, I, I'd have to say, I, I, well, a couple things, but I'm I'm going to touch on the communication thing a little bit myself. Mm-hmm. Um, on on the other side, you know, you were talking about you know blurting out. Oh yeah. And um, you know, for me, I think it was learning to listen. Oh yeah, I've had an evolution on that one too. Okay, you know because. Communication is not just about blurting out the words. It's about having someone to listen. And one of the hardest things that I had to learn, and and I've gotten much better at it, um, is that you know when when you're talking to me, the first thing I want to do is is throw out some advice or you know <laughs> oh you know if you do this, it'll fix it. Oh, yeah, we got the episode on being a right. fixer, too. Um, you know, and, and that has been a, a, a constant evolution for me. Mm-hmm. And and I've, I've 
not going to say I'm, I'm perfect. You know, nothing sure. nothing ever achieves perfect, but I have gotten much better. Oh, from my that personal aspect. experience, you definitely have. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I have along those lines of learning how to listen and that evolution. Mm-hmm. Y'all know, y'all know the OGs know. There's there's a word I hate. There's a word I fucking hate. It's the dreaded P word. Patience. I hate it. <laughs> but fucking hell, it actually yeah. works more often than it doesn't. And one of the things in terms of listening that I've learned is that if I am patient and don't don't try to rush a conversation or rush a resolution mm-hmm. or get these days, of course, it's with you. But, you know, this is from even pre kink days. Get the issue resolved this fast right now. Let's do it. If I'm just patient and I go, OK, I'm aware that this needs to be dealt with. I can't ignore this. I can't we can't brush this under the rug like we're going to have to deal with it. But if I just sit still, listen, keep my damn mouth shut. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm capable of it on rare occasions. Uh, it, things work out without me having to, like, elbow my way in and try and force, force it, it to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like all types of relationship kind of situations. It's not just a yeah. key thing. Thinking back to your early days of dominance because mm-hmm. you've been you've been in the lifestyle and, and understanding that you were kinky for we're going 20 plus years at this point yeah. god probably 25 or so at this point right uh, prefer not to think about it thank you <laughs> anyway when you think of baby dom jb before he was yeah. jb i dubbed him john bronson <laughs> by the way <laughs> anyway <laughs> i want credit for that baby dom jb Mm -hmm. to you today i know you were learning things along the way we've talked about things you've learned early on but when you compare Mm -hmm. you then to you now what are some things that you're like oh this is this i've evolved well you know when i when i first came into the community um the munch that i had gotten involved in they used to do what they called a wine testing. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the room where this munch was held was the back room of a bar, and it had pool tables and everything. And people would bring in their toys and set up their toys. And and I I look at these toys and I was just starstruck. Mm-hmm. You know, all these wonderful. Things, you know, boys and their toys kind of. Sure. And, you know, I was like, ooh, I want to try this. And I want to, and, and this looks cool. And that looks cool. And that looks cool. And, and I'm, I'm glad I've overcome that, mm-hmm. you know. And while I still have a curiosity for new things, it's not overwhelming. Gotcha. Okay. It's like, yeah, I can take this at my own pace. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. And, you know, there there was a time uh, with things, for example, floggers. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I thought, oh, my God, Florentine, that's, that's beautiful. That, that's such an art. And, and I would love to be able to do that and, you know, look as graceful as, as some of these people that I've seen. And I, I never fully achieved that. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with it. Do you, I mean, uh, physical limitations being what they are, do mm-hmm. you think that if you chose to practice that, that you could if you wanted to? I think I could if okay. I wanted to. Okay, so you to. still probably have the physical ability. I, I, I believe I still have the, 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 the physical ability for it. Um, but I'm, I'm not drawn to it anymore as the end-all, be-all. Right, okay. okay. I I am more than capable of throwing a flogger well enough to make you happy, right? To to satisfy my sadistic needs, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And and I don't have to achieve this, right? Right. There's know, no like pinnacle or like goal that you're supposed to be this kind of person who does this kind of 
right. in this case, flogging a certain way. It is really cool to see people who know what the hell they're doing do it. When oh, yeah. We were at the woodshed in November and the person was showing off those finger, are they called finger, finger floggers? Finger floggers, yes. Where the little loops go on your fingers. I, I know that was for a while, that was a, you finally went, screw this, I'm not doing that anymore. I, I, but watching it is yeah. really cool. Watch, yeah. Watching someone use a finger flogger is amazing. And I had been told by numerous people that using a finger flogger is actually easier mm-hmm. than using. I have never, never this, been able to, to grasp that concept. That's not, that's not your um, experience with I, I, I had bought a, a set from Phoenix years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just hanging in a closet. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I have tried even to the point of, of going online and, and watching some videos and, and kind of like, you know, even, you know, slowing it down to step by step and try and watch. And I, I just cannot grasp it. Would you say, and not, this is not a universal, and I'm not saying everybody goes through that, but some of what you described when you were so excited to try these things and you finally kind of mm-hmm. come to this point where you're like, yeah, it's fine, but I don't need to. Would you almost say that there's a, a bit of FOMO, fear of missing out in kink communities where we can see all of the things that we can do and we can see how amazing some people mm-hmm. do them because they've had literal years, sometimes decades of practice. Um, that that can kind of like drive that. Oh my God, I want to try all of these things. I, oh, I, I, you have know. No, I have no doubt for some that it's, do you, it's FOMO. Do you yeah. think that some of that, I mean, might have been for you or just? No, I, I think at that time what it was, I looked at it through a lens of, oh, if I'm if I'm going to be a a really good sadist, mm-hmm. I have to be able to do this. Oh, oh God! I, yeah. I think that's that's kind of what it was for oh. me, and and I am I'm so glad I'm I'm past that. Yeah, I, I that the way you say that makes me kind of think of the if I'm going to be a certain kind of fill in the blank like I. I recognize that. I think in the early days I had this, a similar kind of, a certain kind of submissive, the kind, air quote, all of this, the kind of submissive I wanna be was less about who I actually am and what will make me happy as well as a partner Mm -hmm. um, and more about what the other person wants or expects. in the very, very beginning, before I met you, that was sexy. That was like, I was had found the concept of power exchange, read a lot of stuff, had plenty mm-hmm. of fantasies, and allowing somebody else to kind of determine how I would behave and what I needed to do. I mean, they didn't determine what I needed to think, but I my thoughts followed my actions, allowed me to kind of explore the fantasy side. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I, I think I'm very grateful now. I know I'm very grateful now that that was a short-lived experience because I yes. think long-term it never would have worked um, because I don't think it's healthy for you to only exist for what another person wants or needs from you without also acknowledging your own wants and needs and what's right for you. Right. And I think eventually there, if the, that first relationship had lasted long, long enough, that would have been the clash because I think I would have been less fulfilled and and unhappy mm-hmm. because I would have had to shut down parts of myself that at the time in that first relationship, because it was long distance, because the only time we got together was gonna be pure fuckery the whole time, I could live that fantasy, yeah. but you can't make a relationship out of that fantasy. And I've I feel like I've known this for a while, but I feel like I, as you and I, just as people, not even as kinksters, continue to evolve, our lives continue to change and, and things shift. I am growing ever more comfortable every day with understanding that I I need to be myself sure. first. Like there are gonna be parameters because of the power exchange where I willingly um temporarily clamp down on some parts of my personality, right? Like mm-hmm. just cause the snarky thing is the first thing I think doesn't mean it's okay if that's the oh, first boy. thing I say, right? Yeah. Like we got yeah. the respectful rule or, you know, you may set a task or a rule or give a command in a moment 
that forces me to quell temporarily a thing I would naturally do in service of your dominance and control as part of the, mm-hmm. that part of the power exchange for a reason of some sort. Yeah. But we don't live in those little moments right. every moment of every mm-hmm. day. And so I can do that in that moment because outside of that moment, you know, we accept each other good good shit and bad shit, flaws right. and all. Like, And I get to be who I am. And so then the power exchange needs to, it has to benefit both of us, but it also has to allow us to be who we are Mm-hmm. as we are now and also that's the evolution of the relationship but who we were sure. five years ago mm-hmm. you know what our life looked like then and it's a it's sort of a constant adjustment and um i don't want to say change because it's not always like a full-fledged change sometimes it's just these little adjustments you make and sometimes you're not aware of them yeah. you look up one day and you're like wait we didn't used to do this but also, if you look mm-hmm. if you look around, you're like, yeah, but my life didn't also used to look like this. And so, you know, I prefer for our adjustments and our changes and our tweaks to be, um, what's the word I want? Um, purposeful, intentional, right. right? Sure. I'd rather a sit down, talk, plan, go, oh, here's what's happening in our life. How? But what I found is that's rare. <laughs> to get, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think part of it is for me, in our relationship, because you're always the decider. I'm always mm-hmm. aware of the power exchange, even if we're not in the mindset. Right. I feel like keeping that awareness in my mind mm-hmm. allows the tweak, the adjustment to be organic most of the time, mm-hmm. most of the time. Um, but yeah, I, I don't need to be somebody I'm not to have the relationship. Sure. The relationship has to fit who I am Right. Naturally. Right. And you. I mean, it has to. Both of us. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. And and that, you know, leads me to a thought that I've been been brewing here. Um, you know, our, our DS has evolved. Um, you know, even early on DS relationships, um, I don't know if the right word would be, they were very overt. They were very um, typical. Mm, so stereotypical, speak, stereotypical, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, we have evolved to a very subtle form of power exchange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have okay. no fucking clue unless we've told you. <laughs> right, our 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 power exchange has has become very subtle, and you know, it, it was funny because a number of months ago at, at month, somebody was asking me, you know, well, what kind of things we can do? And, and I started rolling off some of these things and they were like, oh my God, those those things are just subtle things, but it's the meaning you attach to Right, them. somebody was asking what kind of activities, power exchange activities. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I like that because it, it has such meaning to us in our relationship, right? You know, it, it's not the overt you you crawling to me naked, you right, know, right. when I when I walk that in the door. That does make a good or, video clip, though. It, <laughs> it, it makes a good that. video clip, you know, and <laughs> good picture. And and you know, sometimes playing the fantasy is yes. is great, yes, like that. But in the in the day to day, you know, the 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 morning to night, and and you know, week to week, and and all that. I I I love the subtleness. Of our power exchange. And I think that's the thing that I know that I have, I changed years ago because we started living it years ago. Mm -hmm. When I think back to baby sub Kayla, who was like, this is what DS must be like. And who had not a (laughs) fucking clue. Okay. Yeah. Um, And I think about Mm -hmm. how we are now and what we've created for ourselves. It's that the, the DS has to fit us and our life we mm-hmm. and the fantasy can be part of play yeah. and i think that's where we made some miscalculations in our own relationship we do have not left enough room for play so that we can have that fantasy element yeah but and this is where i've lost my train of thought <laughs> oops somebody play back the tape Oopsie. um <laughs> the, <laughs> jesus God Almighty. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Reel it in. (laughs) But, you know, 
baby sub me had this very black and white, clear as fuck view of what DS was supposed to look like. And mm-hmm. it was very overt and it was very structured and it was very rigid and it was very fueled by fantasies. And the reality yeah. is, is that it only has to mean something to us. It only, it has to work with who we are in our life. It, um, and this is where I've like, I had a whole, like a paragraph in my brain and it's leaked out of my ear. Um, it'll come back to me or it'll, it won't, but there's been the understanding mm-hmm. that there's been an understanding that it only has to be meaningful for us. Right. And you know, I, yeah, I get pick up the thread, man. Pick I, up the thread. I, I, I'm, I get, I'm done. I, I get such a kick out out of the people who say, you know, oh, you're not submissive. You're you're not really in a DS relationship. And I'm like, if you don't see it, that's your problem. And if you it, don't see it, it's because it's not directed at you. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, it 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 works for us. We are both happy. Mm-hmm. Um I I have I have come to a point where a point in my life where the little things mean more than the big things. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. The day-to-day connections mm-hmm. and the things that we do for each other because of the power exchange. Right. Are much more meaningful than the more overt things. That I again, I go back to. I mean, I, 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 we've I, been out of balance though because we didn't have enough of the overt things. Right. And now we're trying to. Find we're that we're balance. we're we're trying to work on that balance. I mean, you know, to some people it is such a tiny thing that every morning I can walk to the refrigerator and this cup is sitting in the top shelf of that fridge, and it is made with you know it is my coffee made exactly the way I like it. To the point he can't make his own coffee. I'm about to be out of town for and, three and days. I, was I don't know say, what you're about to do. You're, you're, you're going to be gone for a few days, and I'm 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 going to be sitting here scratching my head. It's like how how is this done? If I thought it would still taste good, I'd just pre-make them pre-make for you. Pre-make it, right? Y'all, the first time yeah. I went out of town and left him at home, he's a capable adult ass man. Okay, he knows how to cook. He knows how to clean. He can right. he can do all of it. But I promise you, service sub me went into overdrive. He had meals pre-prepped, pre-cooked, mm-hmm. labeled for him with instructions as if he didn't know how to heat up a lasagna in the damn oven. And a list of everything he would need to keep in mind that I usually kept in mind. It was, well, I don't well, do that anymore, here's, but... Here's what... Here's, here's <laughs> that's another what, way I've evolved. I don't do that anymore. Here's what's funny with that. <laughs> when, when we first got together and I taught her how to make my coffee, I taught her the way I had been making it you know, for however long I've been making it that way. And she kind of took it and ran with it because, well, let's face it. At its base, it's what I used, what I showed you to make, but you have tweaked it and done little. A little, because I want to give you a little something special. I'm, I'm eternally grateful that while you want to have control and you want to be in charge, you're not so rigid in everything going exactly the way you have determined mm-hmm. it should. And my per- first Dom, um, that was his personality. He the, he was like, you don't do surprises. If you want to change something, you ask me first. Right. And in general, I still do that for you. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, th- there's a power exchange here. Like, yeah. I'm gonna be like, I would like to surprise you. Are you okay with that? Or I'd like to make this adjustment. Is that okay? But you are, I don't know, you're relaxed enough and you're certainly confident enough and also, your style of dominance, you don't you don't have time or bandwidth to be on top of every fucking detail. <laughs> and also the trust. So mm-hmm. I can make a slight adjustment that knowing you and having full context of, you know, our relationship and who you are and all yeah. of the details, that I can make this adjustment for you. And if you don't like it, I'll never do it again. But mm-hmm. if you do like it, I'll keep doing it. And you're comfortable enough with me having that autonomy to do that. Um, I think that was one of the things that was less an evolution and more a thing I didn't understand as a baby sub of my personal need to still have a certain Mm. level of autonomy because early days I was like in that fantasy of, I don't have to think about nothing. I don't have to decide nothing. Somebody else can do it. Mm -hmm. 
And I know that there are relationships that exist now where that's how And that's how function. they structure, yeah. I'm not like that. There are certain times I'm desperate for somebody else to do the thinking for me. But most of the time I want to, f- I want to do what I need to do mm-hmm. that you want me to do, but I don't want anybody breathing down my fucking neck. Like, <laughs> but I, you know, yeah. early days me didn't know that. I'm gonna let this damn dog let, in. Let, she keeps let, let her in. I mean, you know, not everything has gone the way you expected. There, there have been a few things. There, there have been a few things you uh, attempted to kind of surprise me with or tweak, and I've been like, "Oh no, this, this is not gonna work." Ma- ma'am, if you stand there, I can't sit in my chair, ma'am. Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. Okay. Lola's sitting at my feet. I feel very uh, blessed. Very, yeah. So, you know, yeah, not not everything has gone over. No. You know. No, not at all. Not I mean, at all. you know, there there have been a couple times you've made me uh you know, coffee and you tried to do something new. I'm like, ooh, what is this? I don't like that. <laughs> I know. So in terms of kinks or kinky mm-hmm. activity or experiencing kink, can you think of any evolutions? Baby Dom you or early mm-hmm. relationship us to now um gosh i think there too it's it's come down to you know i early on i was always in a hurry you know to learn things and um it's like no okay it's it's all right to kind of take it a little slower Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know and uh I don't. I don't have to, to rush into things, and um, I. I always wondered, at at some point, if I would hit a ceiling, mm. you know, and a ceiling of what knowledge, experience, um, of, interest of, of knowledge of of things to do and and stuff to learn, mm-hmm. and. Um, I, I I haven't, and I'm I'm grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I there there was a time I was rushing to learn as much as I could. Then I kind of the, the pendulum swung mm-hmm. the other way, mm-hmm. and you know I kind of backed away, and and not for any particular reason, just. And 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 now the pendulum is coming back the other way, and I'm like, I'm I'm ready to step out and and pick up new experiences. Mm. I'm proving that maybe opposites do attract. I was sitting here <laughs> thinking that I not just early days, but like even in the past few years, I've had moments of feeling kind of bad about myself or just mm-hmm. bad in general i don't know thinking that maybe it was a negative thing that i wasn't more curious right like there's a certain level of curiosity if if something intrigues me i read it i see it i hear about it mm-hmm. and i go mm-hmm. then yeah i'd like to know more but i'm not the type of kinkster who actively goes looking for new experiences i got too much anxiety for that <laughs> <laughs> and I'm happy to have the conversation with you when you're like, hey, what do you think about this? Or, and I'm mm-hmm. also happy to go, hey, what do you think about this? Cause I'm, but for, I think a long time I sort of, fe- I didn't feel bad. That's too strong of a word, but I kind of had that little niggling, mm, is something wrong with me? Am I, am I, could I be better about this? Because I, I like what I like. Yeah. And I, continue to understand that I can always change and grow. I've learned new things just from, I would read about a kink, but then experience it and go, wait, Mm -hmm. that was two different things. Okay, this one's probably not so bad. But that I'm not the type to go out there and go seeking it out. I am, one, I'm happy to let you sort of drive that train. Like that, that's fine, (laughs) that's fine. But also I like what I like. And while I'm open to experiencing new things and I've had some really pleasant surprises over the years back in the day, because a thing I couldn't have known on paper that either existed or that I would like, like was a pleasant surprise. But I'm I'm not a thrill seeker, adventure seeker. I'm not looking for the next new, like, 
I like what I like. And for the most part, be perfectly content doing those things mm-hmm. most of the time. Um, and I kind of, I think it's because, you know, in the spaces we exist both online and in person, there's a lot of, ooh, here's this new thing. Ooh, I'm gonna try this new thing. Ooh, I heard about this new kink. Or ooh, have you heard about this new kink? And I'm um, supportive of all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think absolutely go explore, have a good time, try new things. We should always mm-hmm. be learning and growing. Um, but that's not gonna, that's that's not my speed most yeah. of the time. You know. I mean, that's, that's like I recently found out um, here where we live, um, somebody's bringing back mast, master and slaves together. Gotcha. Um, and, you know, when we lived in Pinellas County in Tarpon Springs, there was a chapter in Tampa. It would have been a drive to the other side of Tampa, and I never got to attend. I always, had always wanted to attend. Mm-hmm. So I was very happy to see that it's being brought back here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, while obviously we're not in a master slave dynamic um apparently it's something that is you know for any dynamic right open to all open to all right and uh i'm 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 looking forward to to going to that you're our adventurous one you're our social director (laughs) you are product development no research 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 right like I, I think part of that is part of that I think is my tendency to follow your lead on certain things. And part mm-hmm. of it is because of how I am, I am beyond just beyond my kink life. I've always got about 80 million other things going on. There's not a sliver of space left in my brain to also go down this path and go exploring partly because I don't make space. I'm doing other things that interest me more. That's not a thing I gravitate towards, but we work well together because it is the thing you gravitate towards. (laughs) And some stuff you go off and do on your own. And I'm like, thank God he can do that. And some stuff you bring back and go, I think I'd like you to attend with me. I'd like to try this with you. And I kind of rely on that because Mm -hmm. I, like I said, I'm open to learning new things, doing new things, having new experiences but I'm not gonna seek them out. And I think there was a time when I thought that, that made me like less interesting, less inquisitive, less curious, not not a bad submissive. I've never had that thought because I just don't view it that way. But like, that was a thing I could improve if only I would. <laughs> and I've kind of gotten to the point where actually the way we are doing things works. It works for me at least. Now, if it doesn't work for you, I hope we can have one of those conversations right. about it. <laughs> but I guess I'll go ahead and tell you now, I don't, I'm gonna need you to come up with some concrete solutions. Cause mm-hmm. again, there's just not the, the pie chart of my brain. I got no slivers left, okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, like, that that was a a weird thing that's not really the 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 what I do was not the evolution but the way I frame it in my mind was okay um yeah <laughs> so is there anything else that you can think um, of one other thing i mean you know i have always talked about community mhm and you know when i discovered that you know other people lived this lifestyle and you know there there was such thing as a community that there were munches and and workshops and different things that's that's something that has always uh been important to me and maybe it was because of covid when everything when the when the world stopped right <laughs> the day the 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 year the world stood still <laughs> um community has become even more important to me um you know last night we had our local munch and you know there were there there have been certain things going on um and and I was kind of in a funk Mm. last night and when I went I was kind of yeah okay I'm, I'm here at the munch and you know I'm gonna get something to eat and mm-hmm. you know but being around everybody 
it it lightened that. Mm. And next thing I know, I'm I'm talking with this one. I'm sitting at another table with this one. I'm having, you know, and and it felt good, and it made me realize how much having that that family meant to me. Mm-hmm. And I I think what kind of hit it home was because of a conversation I had earlier that day um, in regards to blood family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can imagine um, how that went. And I, I, I was sitting there at, at last night and, and I was so grateful for all those people mm-hmm. and what being there does for me Mm -hmm. (laughs) i got nothing what can i possibly (laughs) add i'm I'm kind of sitting here thinking and i have gone in-person community is nice and and it's important Mm -hmm. but i like to do it the way i do it now (laughs) i know you do i know you do i know i know it it was it was an amazing uh turnout at, at the munch last um, night i'm glad I, this was my off month i think i would have been overwhelmed i mean i i even felt a little overwhelmed uh there was like 25 people that okay. rsvp'd and easily double that and if you were overwhelmed this is how these situations yeah. go. i can already know if it was uh whatever enough that mm-hmm. jb was overwhelmed by the amount of people i would have been hiding under a table <laughs> Just like screw having the seat in the corner. I'm gonna sit under here where it's dark and I feel sheltered from the storm. Mm -hmm. So no, you know it's funny because I weirdly I've had this internal battle of the shoulds. Oh, and the one former therapist taught me a lot of good stuff, but when you start using the word should, nothing good is happening because it's (laughs) not about what you want or what you need. It's about expectations for whatever Mm -hmm. you know, usually external. And I've long been like, well, I should be part of in-person communities. I should be out there more. I should, I should, I should. And yet where I tend to be happiest is our spaces online mm-hmm. where I have that ability to type what I'm thinking and then go back and edit the hell out of it and like yeah. it be what I mean and, and to, you know, to interact when I feel like it and then to dip out and not interact when I don't feel like it. And, and but I've, well, obviously, you know, we, have an online king community i've for a long time i had felt some guilt about that that this is where i was Mm. most comfortable instead of the in-person community because the in-person communities other than that one really bad month we went to um the in-person communities i've been a part of in general have been very positive experiences it's not them it's me (laughs) (laughs) and i don't know if it's you know some unresolved mental health stuff, or if this part of my personality as I get older is just solidifying. (laughs) This is who I am now. I don't leave my house. Like, I don't know. Um, But yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm just grateful that you are our social director. Uh, I I, I just am. Um, (laughs) I think what it is, is when I control the some some major element of the space like it's our event we've planned i've invited i'm the main i'm yeah. the i'm the one with a job to do i'm fine can do it i mean i'm exhausted later but i'm fine but when i just have to go like be a person in a space and just exist oh no can i go home now i don't care how good the food is yeah, yeah. <laughs> so is there anything else i don't think so okay um, I, uh, I think, I mean, there's, there's probably a million and one things we could say. We will think of all of them the moment we stop. Recording. Right. Um, but you know, there are a lot of different ways things can evolve. You, you know, JB's, you know, views on flogging and floggers and that style, the way you view yourself as a kingster, the way your relationship evolves, the way you view relationships like all of all of that has room for growth and change and learning new things about yourself or just your life situation changing and so then you have to adjust Mm -hmm. there are some you know a couple of topics we've had on the list that people have asked for and a couple that are 
just pertinent to our life that we're not talking about yet because I think we're still in the middle of that adjustment. Like, you know, power exchange and relationships with injury, with, yeah. you know, um, aging is another one that some a couple people requested and was already on our list. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of those things we could talk about now, but I think for us, we're trying to, we're actually trying to figure ourselves out before we talk about it yeah. because we're in the middle of that flux. We're, we're living it and kind of. And it's hard to get, put space between the the thing and how right. you handle the thing when, I mean, we're, we're still like. Yeah. We, we don't, we, we're figuring it out yep. as we go. So um, there are more evolutions to come for us because, mm-hmm. I mean, hell, think about it. Eventually, eventually, I cannot tell you when, but eventually mm. this will be a child-free house. Yeah. What kind of what kind of changes will we see? What kind of freedom will we experience? What kind of, what will we do differently? But also that will be tempered by how many years that takes and where we're at uh, yeah. age-wise, health-wise, all of that. So it's a it's a constant because it's a journey yeah. and it's a path and it's all those tired cliches. They're tired because they're overused because they're kind of true. So <laughs> that's it mm. I think for this week. Um, and we're gonna go into a bonus section and give you mm-hmm. updates on very personal information about us that has nothing to do with kink. Uh, <laughs> so if you don't, if you're not interested, get out while you can. Run, uh, run. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, <laughs> mine involves somebody who used a speculum. If that tells you anything, if you don't want to know, I'm not gonna tell you about the speculum. We're not doing medical kink, but you know. And and mine has to do with needle places. Stop! And why you're wearing your back brace <laughs> yeah. again? Anyway, um, yeah, that, that's, the, that's the conversation. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, if it wasn't helpful, it was at least entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll go into a bonus section now. Mm-hmm. So are we good? I don't know. Keep, Keep it, it kinky, kinky, y'all. And we'll see you next week. Daddy. Yes, baby girl. Yeah, Dr. the Crickets, please. I suppose after what I did with you this morning, you have earned the right to talk to the crickets. The moment this is over, I'm dropping trow, and I need you to check my butt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we were chatting about this in the butt rub portion of the live stream, so podcast listeners, you would not have heard this yet, but we uh, we filmed a scene for our um, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, link, um, the OnlyFans <laughs> page. Sorry if anybody's like, what the fuck is she talking about? The OnlyFans page. Um, we filmed a scene for that today and you had to stop because there was blood. Uh, <laughs> and it was not like, it was not intentional blood and it was no. not like deep. Like I was not injured, injured. No, 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 it's no. It's real mild. But it was, it was, it's very, very mild. But, um, in, in all the, you know, blood play is not something we engage in. And, uh, it just shocked me to see it when <laughs> I know. was there. I know. And I'm, I'm all like typical. It doesn't matter that this is being filmed. That this is how I am regardless. He finishes. I'm like, what does my butt look like? And he's like, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. So I ran into the bathroom, which has the best lighting in the whole mm. damn house. Took a quick selfie and went, holy shit. <laughs> and then we went from that to us sitting mostly here where we record yeah. for the past now two two and a half hours mm-hmm. uh and so i can only imagine the state of my butt it doesn't hurt necessarily okay. i am favoring this the left uh, one side, go or the other yes i it, have noticed that I, not on purpose it's mostly because i'm a leaner ah okay 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 so would you like to do your update sure i'll i'll, I'll try to give the uh the the cliff notes of what's going on um so as many of you know last week on monday i had a second uh cortisone epidural try and relieve the inflammation um in your back in my back lower back and um it it kind of sort of did something um part of what i was experiencing with my back is uh muscle cramps in both calves and legs or calves and thighs on both legs um those seem to have dissipated and there were several days after I got over the initial shock of the injection 
um, I was walking upright again. Mm -hmm. You're almost sprightly. Yep. Um, the lower, while um, the weakness in the, in the right leg and, and the muscle spasms, like I said, thus far have not come back, and, and that is doing much better. Uh, the lower back pain itself has mm -hmm. been creeping back in. Mm -hmm. So, don't know. Uh, we have the follow-up. That it's I think another week. Week and a half, I think. It's three yeah. weeks after the date of the injection. Okay. So at that point, I have a feeling, depending on how you're feeling, it's going to be like, okay, let's try that nerve blocker thing. Yeah. And that'll be yeah. the next step. And then we'll see right. how that works. And then, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, um, it kind of looks like going to be barreling down the track towards surgery. Uh, we're just hoping to put it off as long as possible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We got shit to do, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but don't think that uh, if he does need surgery, once he feels up for it, I won't put him in a chair and be like, just hold the paddle and I'll run my ass against it. Okay. <laughs> like, whatever we got to do. Whatever we got to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. So. Yeah. So it's not been the raging success we would like it to be. No. It does not appear to be anyway. Not thus far. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could it be like a, a little setback before it gets a little better? <coughs> you know, possibly. Yeah. They it say might. it can take and, the full and, three and that, weeks. And that's why they give three weeks for it to, yeah. to work. Um, you know, overall, has there been some improvement? Yes. But yeah. not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know I'm getting I'm I'm getting better at constantly going are you okay are you okay but it's also because I don't have to because there's a look in your on your face when it's <laughs> and it's and bad and, and my I just eyes, go yeah okay it's bad or there's a shortness of temper but that's yeah. that's that's not like overly frequent that's mm -mm. yeah but yeah the, there's a yeah. look you get on your face I'm like I don't have to ask I know what that <laughs> face means now okay I'll just yeah. leave, give the man some peace leave mm -hmm. him alone. So, anything else for you? That, that's pretty much it for me. I mean, I've I've st still been uh, working away in the shop. I've uh, needed you to. It's been a lovely, busy month for the Kinkery. Thekinkery.com. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, and and the weather has been quite copacetic for it, which I've been. You know, this grateful is some for, weird ass weather. You know. Yeah, I mean, well, today we're supposed to hit 84, and then tomorrow, highs of six, mid-60s, I yeah. think, you know. So it, it's been a roller coaster, but even when it hits in, in in the 80s like that, it's pleasant because we are not we don't have the humidity. Yeah, for sure. So I, I have been uh, in, enjoying, uh, you know, my, my time out in the shop um, and just, you know... Moving on, moving on. That's all you can do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I guess it's my turn. Your turn. Tag, you're it. Nothing has changed for me yet, but <laughs> everything is in the works. So, yes. um, my medical thing is <laughs> uh, to try to find my libido again, did I get into a near argument with a total stranger who happens to be my new doctor about the power of lube? <laughs> Yes, I had the, <laughs> the strangest experience at a gynecologist's office I've ever had in my life. That poor doctor had no idea what she was up against. Well, and it was <laughs> it was such a strange experience. So talked about it in the goals episode that I'd I'd like to find my libido again. That'd be lovely. It'd be it'd be lovely to feel sexual desire and arousal again. It's actually gotten worse. I read a super hot book over the course of two days that was like a legit good book. The sex was exactly my kind of sex. I felt not a fucking thing, not a twinge, not a blip, not a, mm. ooh, nothing. I was like, okay, this, this problem has officially become a problem because my, I rely on erotica to get my head going when the body's not like quite there yet. So I was like really determined with this appointment with this new gynecologist, like we're gonna talk about hormone replacement therapy, like my, something's up, okay? But, so I'm there, and if you've never had a gynecological appointment, it's fine, it's fine. Let me explain to you what you do. You get naked and then you wear paper robes and put a paper blanket on you, but I am 
a bull in a china shop. And so I have ripped through half of it before anybody gets in there. I'm like, oh my God, it looked like I'm sitting here in rags and tatters. I'm like this is what happens when you leave me alone and make me put on paper right. clothing. So she, it takes a minute for them to come in. And I say them because there's the doctor and then there's both the person who does the t- note-taking transcription part. Um, that's just how this office complex works. But also they're, um, they're there to be like the witness. So I, like, it's never like a question of like being alone or like where, cause like, there's things. Anyway, I'm not a medical person. I, I understand, but I don't have the, whatever. There's always a, another person in there when they're about to like go knuckle deep into your junk. Anyway. So before we do the exam, which there's less of an exam to do when you have no uh, uterus or cervix, it was fine. <laughs> they still dig up in there, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> or as you would say, they zhuzh around. Root around, yeah. Oh, there was yeah. rooting. There was yeah, rooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we had the conversation about perimenopause and what I'm going through and blah, blah, blah. And I had already determined, because the thing is, is these kinds of appointments, there are doctors who... don't believe people when they're like i'm experiencing these these things what they're told is oh well that's what happens when you get older fuck that shit right (laughs) i've educated myself enough to know fuck that shit so i'm not prepared for a fight like i wasn't being aggressive by my standards but i had already determined i had a plan b if this person who's a brand new doctor to me did not take me seriously did not believe me was not willing to help me i'd already looked up who, what my other options were. I, I was good. I was like, this is fine. I don't have to be anxious about this appointment. I got <laughs> I got plans B, C, and D. We're good. So we're sitting there and I am draped in paper while they are looking at me and the doctors, you know, have this conversation with me. And so she goes, so tell me what, you know, why you want to have this conversation about HRT. Mm-hmm. So I, I start with, I don't know why I started with sexual health. <laughs> That's where I went first. <laughs> and I, in that, I said, well, I, I said, you know, I haven't wanted sex since 2019, like pre-COVID. Like we can't even blame this on pandemic stress. It's like, there's no libido. There's no arousal. I said, you know, and then I offhandedly go, and the vaginal dryness has been a thing for years, but we use loop. And this, this was the weirdest part of this conversation. She goes, well, no wonder you don't want sex. Loop doesn't work. Y'all, I was offended. <laughs> I am sitting with a box of eight silicone lubes I need to test for a job I've got, like a freelance writing job I've got. Like, I was offended. I went, no, lube works for me. I had great sex for years with lube. Lube's not the problem. I just don't want to have sex. That's the problem. I said, for context, I have a shit ton of toys I don't even want to use. And I don't even use lube with those. Like, I got mad. I was, I, I sounded professional. I'm a little, I'm a little bit more heated here having to retell it. Because I'm the whole time going, what, the, what conversation is this? Right. So this is how the conversation goes. And I immediately go, this, this lady's not giving me shit. So I go through, like, the laundry list of other shit. And I'm talking about and talking about, and the whole time I'm like, I'm I'm gonna be straight with her, but I just don't, I don't. How is this? This conversation is not going anywhere because a couple things she was like, well, of course you're exhausted if, and I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a different level. I know what my baseline exhaustion is. I'm <laughs> telling you, this is a different level. And she, her style of communication is not to like nod at you or you know give that active listening thing she just listens very stoically so i don't know what's going on in the brain there i'm like i got no cues to read which is difficult for me so i go through the whole thing and i'm sitting here going this this lady's not giving me shit she's gonna tell me that oh this is just what and i thought it also because i use the term perimenopause and she said well i'm looking at old lab work you've had done and she's like the one thing you're not is menopausal and i'm thinking that's not what i said i was i know i'm not menopausal or I think I'm not menopausal. I said perimenopausal. I didn't say that, but I was thinking. I was like, this lady's not taking me seriously. She's not taking me seriously. We get through everything. And next thing I know, she's like, okay, so what we're going to do is, and the plan of action is I'm, she's going to get new lab work to see hormone fluctuation. And she's like, and if it's what I think it'll be, I'll go ahead and get you a prescription for these hormones. And I went, and I went to her and went, oh, okay, great. And my head I went, I don't think that I was a weird journey. <laughs> I'm glad we got here, but I don't know how we got here. I, I know how I got here, but I, what? 
and and I didn't want to like look confused because I didn't want to like like no take backs, right? I was like, oh okay. And then in a show that she take I think takes my symptoms seriously, she's like, I'd also like to recommend that you take these vitamins and these supplements based on what you're describing. And I was like, and I tend to not take supplements unless like a doctor recommends them because there's just some weird shit out there, and I don't know if they all do what they say they do. And so I'm like, eh, okay. So I'm like, okay. And before she, you know, went knuckles deep at rooting around up there, I was like, okay, we're we're on the same page. I I was like, oh, okay. I don't, again, I don't know how we got here, but I'm very grateful we did get here. Right. So, yeah. I, in a couple of weeks, like next week I have lab work. The week after I'll probably get my prescription and then we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck knows? I mean, if I just want to have sex again, I'll be very happy. I'm going to interrupt mm-hmm. myself to say that on the YouTube side of things, the video has frozen also for us. Yes. Which never happens. Right. That's, I don't know what's happening. We, we still have a green light. So we have internet connection for the stream. There's a... um processing problem somewhere along the line yeah so So we should probably um well the audio's working yeah yeah so yeah i i looks like it looks it looks like i'm getting some help and we'll see if it works and that's wonderful Mm -hmm. uh but yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was a weird journey i really i really thought i was dealing with somebody who didn't believe me and then she's just got a poker face man like and an assertive questioning style. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little excited. I'm a little nervous. I'm cautiously optimistic because maybe this doesn't help. Maybe, 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 baby. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So there, mm-hmm. you got the update about my junk and my <laughs> hormones. Yeah. Uh, the dog is currently at my feet, blissed out, mm-hmm. taking a nap. Um, yep. The cats are the cats. The kids are the kids. Mm-hmm. I get to go be a band mom. I thought for just three days. It'll actually be for four. four because the 17-year-old has his audition for the music program at the University of Florida on Sunday. And we were just going to send him off. Because they don't require parents to be there, but they do recommend Mend it. Them. And I was like, well, I guess I'm going now. We're going to be up very early Sunday morning. Yeah, because we got to be there by 8. Yeah. And I got to have enough time to get lost and find a parking spot. Right. On a college campus while college is going on. I mean, it's a Sunday, so it might be a little quieter, but still. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. That's it. That's us. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to the the video. If you're a podcast listener, be grateful you're not looking at YouTube. Right. Uh, and we will... Um, Yeah, we'll be mm-hmm. back next week. Yeah. Maybe with a freaking clue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Love y'all. Thanks for staying to the bitter end. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye. You gotta hit that button. <laughs> <laughs>